If I were to ask you to tell me the first thing that comes to your mind when I say the word missionaries, what would it be? Pagans? Bibles? Cannibals? Poor? Sacrifice? Africa? Honduras? Appalachia? And this week, in getting ready for this morning, I went to my computer and I, I typed in Catholic missions for a search on the internet. And I was kind of surprised at what came back at me. Of the first nine sites that were listed, four were missions in Georgia. And I don't mean the former Soviet Union, I mean the state of Georgia here in the United States of America. I'm thinking, there are missionaries in Georgia? Well, these are obviously not missionaries in the jungle. They're not fighting the heat. There are no wild animals, no other danger to be around. But there are missionaries in parts of our world who do face many dangers putting their lives on the line each day to bring Jesus Christ to all around them. I don't know if you're aware, but uh, Friday a week ago, there was a Franciscan priest who was beheaded in Syria. Another priest, Coptic priest, was killed in Egypt this week. Trying to spread the good news of Jesus Christ and... Uh, they lose their life as a result. There are people who risk their lives to bring food and medicine and God's word to remote places that are so poor that we cannot even imagine such conditions. A number of years ago on one of my uh, mission trips to Nicaragua when I was at the other parish, we set off one day, we're headed down the road, and all of a sudden the truck slows down, or there are several trucks, and we go off-road, crossing through all kinds of uh, pasture land, and every once in a while having to stop to take down fences to get from one boundary to another, and, and we drove for hours, I think it was about three hours, and finally we get to this remote village, no roads. People living there on their own without any roads, without any telephones, without any means of communication whatsoever. And here we come to them to bring food and you know, candy to the kids and uh, uh, what I'm hopeful is, is some good news, but they're already Christians, they're already Catholic Christians and you know, just the smiles on their faces and their willingness to be so friendly and acceptable to us. They, they were more a missionary to me than I was to them. And I remember some of the, the last words as we departed there that time, you know, will you come back? Will you return? Because typically people came to visit them and then, you know, never 
came back again. And I was blessed the next time I went back to Nicaragua to actually go back and visit at that village. And uh, they were just overjoyed that someone would take the time to come back to visit them a second time. But again, I felt it was necessary to go back to them to be somewhat evangelized by their spirit. Their, the presence of God within them was very deep and very palpable. And uh, as I said, we go to visit them thinking we're the missionaries, and in reality, they, they give so much more. You know, we, of course, here in our parish community are no strangers uh, to this kind of a thing. And our relationship with Honduras, which is growing, our youth here for many years have gone on missionary trips uh, here in the United States. Uh, our hope is that sometime soon we will be sending off our youngsters to Honduras. Uh, we, we have lots of young men and women who go to our Catholic schools who get to go to Peru, and I know the Moeller boys just got back from Africa here a week or so ago. So our, we're, we're exposed in many, many different ways, and, and that is good for us. It is very good for us. You know, th those who serve as missionaries, it's good to meet these people. You know, by their actions, show the world that they believe that spreading their faith is worth great sacrifice. And the first time I went to Nicaragua, I was scared to death. You know, and I've told that story before. And Honduras wasn't quite as scary, having adventured elsewhere. But I would imagine that you know, our youngsters who go off to these places are wondering, I know their parents often wonder whether they'll come back alive or not. Um, but they're blessed in so many ways by these experiences. You know, and many of us cannot imagine living in the conditions that are endured by missionaries. And so, you know, we, we cannot necessarily see ourselves as missionaries. But our gospel today tells us that we're called to be. You know, Jesus sends out his disciples to spread his word, to tell others about him in the world. And Jesus asks us to do the same as his earliest disciples. He asks each and every one of us to be missionaries. And, and that brings me back to those websites that assured me that there were Catholic missions in Georgia. You know, when we see, think about the, the, the southern part of our country, at least when I was growing up, you know, I knew that to be a place where there were not too many Catholics that lived there. It was mostly the, the, the Baptist, the Bible Belt. But uh, because of the warm weather and the uh, ability of people to move around quite a bit today, a lot of folks from the Northeast in particularly, and from Canada, and even from here uh, in our uh, state we call Ohio, you know, are moving south, and they're bringing uh, the Catholic faith to those places and, uh, and bringing new parishes that are springing up. The Archdiocese of Atlanta is growing by leaps and bounds. And, uh, and that's a good and wonderful thing. Our church is not dying. Our church is growing in this country uh, by those kinds of actions. Certainly then, you know, the immigration that's happening here, um, uh, the, the numbers of Catholics are rising. You know, we as a, a community of St. Margaret of York, um, we began, I wasn't here, uh, but many of you were in 1984, almost 30 years ago. And uh, this parish community was uh, broken off from uh, the territory of Good Shepherd. 
And uh, it, it became a, a missionary territory of sorts, new things happening. You know, you, you celebrated Mass, the last uh, Mass at 9 o'clock, I, I got the school wrong. I thought the first Mass was at, was at Burns, but apparently it was not. It was uh, at what is now King's Middle School, I think. Um, and the first Sunday that Mass was celebrated there, you had to break into the, to the school to celebrate. You know, and I was told that the sheriff didn't show up, so I guess all things were good. And, and that was an exciting time, an exciting spirit. People continue to talk about that today. You know, the folks who have been around here the longest are very proud of their low envelope numbers. Uh, and when I'm at parties or gatherings or whatnot, everybody's bragging about, well, I'm number three or I'm number, you know, 100 or whatnot. So there's pride in what uh, happened here. Again, this, this great missionary spirit that established this parish community. And that's something that should not wane. We should always be about uh, making Christ known to others in very special and particular ways. You know, mission parishes in Georgia, even here in our own archdiocese, uh, that says a lot about the church in the world today. Now, you know, the willingness to seek out a place to gather and to, to pray is something that's very important. Obviously, many of you have experienced that. Um, but I would you know, put the question to you, did you ever really think of yourselves as a missionary? And not just those who were responsible for founding this parish, but everybody here. You know, what do you do? What do you do as individuals to tell the world that your faith is that important to you? And I know you're not going door to door. You know, you're not out there trying to convert people to Catholicism. But you do interact with people all the time in different situations each day that, you know, that gives you an opportunity to show that what being a Catholic means. You know, do you know that only 6% of people are attracted to our church by the ministries that we offer? Do you know that only 8% of people are attracted to our church by the priest? But 75% of all those who are attracted to the truth of our Catholic faith are attracted by you. By you. you know, they are invited to our church by your direct and indirect invitation. And they come because they see the goodness of our God through the lives that you are living. You know, a way of life is what our, our Christianity is about. You know, and, and how do you see, how do you help others to see that life by the way you lead yours? You know, I'll throw a few things out here. You know, do you refuse to take part in, you know, the petty gossip that other people get involved in? You know, do you refuse to listen to rumors? You know, when you do those kinds of things, people know you as different. And that attracts others to the Lord. Do you use God's name only in reverence, not in anger or without little thought as an exclamation? Because in doing so, that attracts people to our Christian way of life. It, it, it really does. I've had people say that to me. You know, do, you, do you make the time to go to Mass even when it means that, that you won't be able to play golf this morning? Or... Maybe you have to get up a little earlier after a night of partying. That attracts your children. 
that attracts others to our Catholic way of being. You know, do you share your beliefs about the sanctity of unborn life? Because that in, in doing that attracts people to the truth of, of everything we believe in Jesus Christ. You know, everything that you do, everything that you say is missionary. You know, it, it's, it is as if you were walking around with a sign that says, this is what it means to be Catholic. This is what it means to be a follower of Jesus Christ. And as you know, the life of a missionary can be hard at times. You know, even if you're not in the deepest jungles of Africa or the squalor of a slum in Honduras, the church presumes that we are listening to these passages today as disciples. You know, we are the 72 who must understand the sense of urgency to call others to faith. And this is an important message. So important that we must rid ourselves of our own distractions that get in the way of our missionary zeal. Remember what I said a few moments ago. 75% of those who come to the Catholic Church do so as a result of an invitation from you and others like you. Whom have you invited? Our new Holy Father, a number of weeks ago, he said this. You know, he's celebrating Mass every morning at the, uh, the Doma Santa Martha, which is where he lived as a cardinal for the election. And he's remained there. And every morning he has Mass in the chapel. And it's not for the diplomats. It's the garbage men and the police officers and the maids and all those who are involved in employment, taking care of the Vatican and, and others. It's, you know, it's not by invitation, you just drop in. It's very different from the way things have been in, in not just the recent past, but long time coming. And he said this, he says, Christians, this was one of his morning homilies, Christians are called to be the salt of the earth. And if they don't share the flavor of their faith, hope, and love with others, they are simply museum Christians. Salt has meaning when it gives flavor to something. Salt kept in a bottle with the humidity loses its strength and it's useless, he said. He was commenting, of course, on Jesus' line from the Gospel of Mark, salt is good, but if salt becomes insipid, with what will you restore its flavor? He says, when salt is used well, you don't taste it. Salt improves the taste of the dish, making it better and helping preserve it. One of the special characteristics of Christianity, he said, is that God gives each Christian different gifts and characteristics. And it's to be shared with others, just like good food. Share your faith. Call others to Jesus. And do it boldly, or just do it by living out who you know you're called to be. Attract others to the Lord. Be those good missionaries. You know, you've, uh, many of you watched this parish community grow, grow in size, but more importantly, grow in faith. And it's because you're living it, you're doing it, and you're doing it well. 
Let us all together continue to do that, and uh, I think life will continue to be good and loving as the Lord wishes for all of us to experience.